Welcome. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to start every single episode like that because I don't know what else to say. <laughs> and it makes me laugh and I know that that makes other people laugh. So I guess we can all get in a good space before this thing starts, which is wonderful. You know, and I, I again, I always want to start this thing off by saying I appreciate you so much for listening to this. Not for me. This has nothing to do with me. I mean, I'm totally cool within myself. The wonderful thing is, is the thing that I found within me is the thing that I want to share with you. And by practicing the things that I talk about, I promise you, you can find that that freedom that you're looking for. So I, I, I really appreciate you and I, I hope you can appreciate you as well. Making that move to try something new, which is really important. I, you know, I think I think we don't give ourselves enough gratitude for for trying new things and and for taking a moment to look at where we are at in our life despite this thing called age, and saying that we've had enough of being in the same place that's seemingly had us going nowhere, or not growing. You know, let's let's call it that. Let's say that you know we, we've we've come to a place a realization that we're we're not growing. And that's a very important place to be. And it's a very wonderful place to be. I mean, I don't care what your circumstance is. It, the fact that you're there is amazing. And it deserves some serious gratitude and some serious appreciation. And we don't give ourselves a pat on the back enough. I mean, we're always just trying to give so much of ourselves away, which just leaves us drained. And, and, and that's a distraction. You know, let's be real. Uh, if we're trying to give so much of ourselves to other people, it's because we don't want to focus on ourselves. I mean, like, why don't we take time for ourselves? Like, why why don't we practice self-love and self-care? I mean, the real stuff, you know? Not just going to get your nails done, get your hair done. That means, like, taking 30 minutes or an hour to yourself before you go back to the chaos. I mean, doing inner work. Processing that's going to last more than an hour. It lasts a lifetime. Because you take a break from everybody else and you give yourself love it's paramount i mean it's it's absolutely paramount i mean we don't really need to discuss it because like how can you love anyone else if you don't love yourself you know what i'm saying like it's it's very simple yet we've practiced this behavior for so long that it's become normal to distract from ourselves i also believe it's because we don't know what love is right i think that's a big thing i think that throughout our journey we have been taught this idea of love you know where it means rushing around for everyone else and and often getting into relationships that we know aren't the best for us because they don't fit with our core philosophies yet we see everyone else doing it and it was normal within our upbringing not for everyone but for most and we adopt this idea as this is what love is because this is what I know. This is what I've saw in my life. And I think that's a big part of why we do it. It's, it's just learned behavior. So don't beat yourself up. You know what I mean? There's there's no time for that. There's there's no, uh, you know, self-abuse, this kind of thing. Like, it's good for nothing. It just keeps you stale. It pushes you further down into a dark place. And it, it, it makes coming out more difficult because you become your own worst enemy. We all are our own worst enemy, absolutely. But like when you are the one that is beating yourself up so much, you know, with self-confidence and so many detrimental things to growth, shame, guilt, regret, these things hold you down, hold you down like a bag of rocks and, and they don't allow you to grow. So it's okay if you've done that, but at this point, and if you're here, turn to gratitude and, and be grateful for where you are at 
and embarking on a new journey. And in this beginning of these podcasts, I, I've spoke about my journey, so you've understood where I come from and the things that I've gone through. And then I began with acceptance because this is what I'm talking about. You know, it doesn't matter how old you are or where you're at in your journey, it's the present moment that matters. And if in this present moment you have accepted that you are tired of being stale and you've accepted who you are, wonderful, wonderful, because that's, that's the beginning. And then you can be ready to become honest with yourself because you've accepted it, you know? You've acknowledged the fact that you don't like where you are, you don't like that you're going nowhere, and you don't like that you're not growing on the inside. Beautiful. That acknowledgement and acceptance is, is a beautiful thing because now it allows you to be honest. You're going to be honest with yourself. That's paramount in the next steps of growth because it's through lying to ourselves that we have arrived at this place and that's okay you know because now we're going to be honest and authentic authenticity is just a, a byproduct of honesty if you're honest you're authentic it's just one and the same really but they they need each other you know and and it certainly has to be a part of your journey and a, and a part of your growth because it's such a beautiful thing to not pretend man oh like never mind for anybody else but for you like when you stop pretending for you, oh man, it's liberating. It's nice. It's really nice. You know, you don't care what you wear. You don't care what you look like. You now all these materialistic things go away because you are ready to accept that everything that matters comes from the inside. And, and that's a beautiful place. But until we can get there, the next place that we would be at is the processing of what is holding us back. And this is really big. Because we've accepted where we are in our life and who we are, wonderful. Honesty and authenticity is going to bring this next one to the surface. Because processing emotional traumas is the key to freedom. It is absolutely everything in life. I know that there's a lot more going on with jobs and stress and kids and debt and mortgages, but move all that out of your mind for a second. Let go of those distractions. I want you to think about the things that hold you back in life. Most of those things happen when we're quite young, before society's weight of debt and, and responsibility of work and families and jobs and cars and all these other things. I want you to think back to that time. Because we've accepted this and we're about to be honest with ourselves, I need you to go there. It's, it's difficult, I know, because we've been taught that staying in an emotional, repetitive cycle is acceptable. And this is why we're distracted from going back to these places and, and processing them. But I will tell you, if you're at this place in time on your journey and you're ready to grow, processing these emotional traumas are going to be the keys to your freedom. And I'm going to tell you, it, 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 it seems difficult. It seems difficult, I know, because emotions are something we don't talk about and they're certainly something that we don't really often feel on an authentic level. We kind of hide away and cry or hide away with anger and hide away with frustrations. And let's be real, most things these days, happiness comes secondary to fear, anxiety, and stress. So even those happy moments are still awkward because it's not something that we've practiced so much not a feeling that we know that much i mean we have these moments for sure but uh they're not as often and obvious as they should be so these feelings 
that are holding us back from memories and events that have happened in our life in the past, they've caught us in a repetitive cycle of feeling. Guilt, shame, remorse, inadequacy, many things. And they damage our psychological ability to grow because of self-confidence issues. There's, there's many things that can go along with emotional traumas. You being honest on your journey and in this present moment, you know what those things are. I don't need to tell you what those things are because you're being honest with yourself. You know them. And that's what this is. Like this, this, this podcast is like, that's what this is about. This is how we're going to talk. This is how it's going to be. I, I want to guide you through this. I mean, you got to do the work fully. But uh, as an individual who knows weight, uh, heavy life, lots of things that happened that had a lot of emotional damage inside of them, as we all do. I'm someone who knows this. And I also know what happens when you practice things I talk about. It, it sets you free. And these things that are holding you back, these emotional memories that you have, they're going to be your greatest asset. So what I want you to do is look at all those things. Look at them, and I want you to remind yourself right now that that's already happened. Whether it was yesterday, I don't care if you had an emotional trauma from yesterday. It was yesterday. It already happened, so we can't change it, right? There's no sense in giving things from our past our energy in the present moment. It doesn't serve us any purpose. The only thing that serves us from the past and gives it purpose is the education and the lesson inside of the event or memory that caused the emotional trauma. Because anything that is damaging to our emotional psyche is definitely something we can learn from if we choose to. This is very important. Staying inside of the emotional trauma, the emotional repetitive cycle of the trauma will keep you stale because you're just gonna feel the same things over and over and over. The only way to grow through it is to see it from a different perspective. You've gotta detach from the emotion. I know that's difficult to do because that means you gotta view that event or memory again. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And it, you know, I, I don't care what the event or, or memory is. There is no comparison within, I'm gonna use this example, sexual abuse or heroin addict, both of those experiences come with emotional traumas. Now, when we're talking about emotional traumas, we're talking about the feelings that are embedded inside of the experience. Certainly the experiences are different, but the results of those experiences are emotional trauma. So emotions, so something that we can both associate on. Regret is regret, period. Shame is shame, period. Fear is fear, anxiety is anxiety, stress is stress. They're one and the same, right? When we're talking about an emotion, if I ask you understand what it means to be angry, of course you do, because we understand that emotion. The experience that brings us to those emotions will differ for sure, but at the end of the day, the emotional trauma, the emotion is the same. So that's very interesting when we can look at it like that because it allows us to associate and it allows us to see that we're all the same. And when we're trying to go through these emotions, and process them. It's, it's a wonderful thing to look at it from a different perspective. And when you do this, detachment of the emotional trauma is, is the paramount to the growth. It's difficult. If you make it difficult 
to be honest with you. The only difficulty in it is holding on to the emotion, especially when it doesn't serve you no purpose. If your father left you or whatever, there's an abandonment issue and, and you are holding on to guilt or you're holding on to blame. You know, you want to blame someone for all the things you didn't have. Well, rather than look at it for what happened to you, why don't you look at what happened for you? Look at your emotional trauma as not something that was affected to you. It was something that happened for you. It's there to help you grow. It's a lesson. Lessons are so beautiful. They're so wonderful because they they teach us things. And, and we think that education comes through schools and institutions. It's just completely incorrect. It's what this society has shown us where education comes from. But it's in every day. Every single day we learn, we just don't value it the same way because it doesn't pay us, right? So these little lessons that we attach emotions to, we don't learn from. And we repeat and we repeat and we repeat, such as judgment, such as division, such as anger, like, you know, frustration. All these things, we're just not observing it from a different perspective I'm trying to simplify this for you, you know? An emotional trauma is literally just something that has bound you to an emotion and you can't grow from because you can't see it another way. If you're able to see it another way, something that happened for you, you can grow past it. I see the world and, and human beings through their inner child. I don't care how old you are, age is just whatever. It's, it's uh, the physical body ages, you know? That's how we can tell age but inside where everything matters the inner child is the same for all of us it's the spirit it's the soul right and if the inner child is damaged from an emotion you can see that it stayed stale at a certain point in its unfoldment and it's it's quite incredible when you view it that way so in order to allow that that child to grow in the present moment you got to heal you got to heal you got to do that on your own no one's going to do it for you you know even if you go into therapy, a therapist is just going to guide you there. You still got to do the work. You do it on your own. And I can promise you anything that's already happened, letting it go is the most simplest way to do it. And teaching yourself and practicing this mentality of understanding that every time the thought or the emotion surfaces from this past event, you just view it from a different perspective. Because you've practiced something for so long in your mind that your mind is going to try and teach you that it wants to go back to what is safe, which is hiding within the emotion. That's, that's what you've allowed the mind to teach you. But you need to teach the mind something else, a different way of thinking about things. And I can promise you, once you start thinking differently, you'll start feeling differently. And that is where everything matters because medication and prescriptions for these things are just a suppressant. They're not good. They tell you they are. They tell you that they'll make you feel better, but they don't. And you know why that doesn't work? Not in all cases, but you know why that doesn't work? Because the internal didn't get processed. I'm going to help you with this. And we're going to talk about this on this podcast quite a bit. So I don't want you to get overwhelmed with everything that I'm saying. And I don't want you to think you have to figure it all out in every episode or, or whatever it may be. This is a journey. You know, I've been on my journey since I've awakened for two and a half years. And every day is a practice and I grow every day. I learn every single day. It never ends because I look at life as being a student of life. And when you're a student of life, education comes every day, but it comes in the most beautiful form because it comes from each other. 
and it comes from the lessons we have within each other. And then you can see how important the connection is to each other and for each other. We can do away with negativity right quick. Drama, judgment, division. You do away with it. It just kind of goes away because you don't react so much. You are quite reserved with your emotions because you understand them. You understand what it means to be frustrated and angry and then you really understand that you know when you meet an individual who has experienced anger, frustration, sadness, or whatever it may be, that you experience that as well. So you can associate with that human being and rather than getting caught up in the dramatics of the event, you can go, you know what? I've been there. I've been there. I've been angry. I've been frustrated. I don't need to encourage this emotion. Maybe I just need to inject some kindness. And, and sometimes it's not always received in the moment. But you don't know what kindness can do 30 minutes, an hour, days later. Sometimes people need time to think. And when we can start seeing each other as brothers and sisters again, we can be kind to each other. And to get there, we got to process those emotions that hold us back. And even if you're on the evolution of processing, it's such a beautiful place to be because it allows you to start observing other people, almost everyone, as having emotional traumas themselves. You can observe that, geez, this person acts this way. I wonder what happened to them in their life for them to be this way. Some people are just inherently miserable. And that is something that I, I keep quite close to my heart because I know that they had a rough go, that they had a rough childhood. They don't talk about it. They express it in a, usually a form of frustration, anger, or control. We all know these individuals that love to control things or are miserable. You know, they call them grumpy old man or whatever it may be. Imagine what that individual had to go through to arrive at that place because the place that we all come from is love. I, I don't want anyone to forget that. Everything is a learned behavior or results of experiences. And then we attach to emotions because that's what we're taught. We're taught to attach to the emotion, not to process it. But we all come from a place of love and we all go back to a place of love. So what we experience on our time on the planet is really what we're going to take with us uh, on the way out. All these beautiful and wonderful lessons. Because I can tell you, you're not going to take any materialism with you. So try to get all that money and cars and houses and stuff. Like, hey, Look to other people with money. It means nothing. And once you get one house or two houses or three houses, they never end. Like I know guys with like nine, ten houses. They have so much money. They don't need to work anymore. And I ask them, young guys, why do you do this? They don't know what to do. They've become good at making money. So that's what they do. So I want you to understand that this idea of, of making money and, and finding happiness and freedom inside of that, you're not going to. It's an external aspect. Everything that matters is internal. And in order for you to enjoy the present moment and be present in the present moment is to process the things from the past that holds you back. And you can do this. I was a drug addict for 23 years. I injected everything for 15 years. The only reason I say that is so you have an understanding of the level and the severity of, of where I was at. It becomes highly, highly addictive in that manner. And I then was homeless and then I was in prison two and a half years ago. And then I went through the steps that I talk about to find freedom and inner peace for myself inside of myself. And I have the ability today to make a lot of money. I, you know, I have a, a company, it's a specialized industry within Vancouver, British Columbia. And if I wanted to and I valued money, I could 
really just have whatever I want because there's high demand for it and it pays very well. I choose not to because I know that my time working, I won't get back. But the time I have living is where I create all the memories. And those are the things that I'm going to take with me in the end. Not the boats, not the cars, not the all this. You know what I mean? It's just being in nature in the present moment. That is priceless. You know what I'm saying? That is priceless. Being present in the present moment. Think about that. How many of you even listen to this right now and your mind's going somewhere else? It's okay. But be honest with yourself. Check yourself. How much of what I've been talking in your mind's drifting? It's just something to become aware of because you've, cho- you've, you've taught yourself to distract and this is a defense mechanism that the mind has, has created. This is what it does as well as with the things that we take in when we, you know, we're scrolling through social media so fast and we're not really taking in any information or we're having conversations with people and we're not even really listening to them and we don't care what the answer is but yet we're just talking. These are all behaviors that are not good for us. And that's okay. It's totally okay to recognize that it's taken a long period of time to create our present situation in how society moves and how we think and all the tools of manipulation that have gotten us here. Now it's a choice. It's an absolute choice to turn your television on. It's an absolute choice to check social media and be on Instagram or Facebook and Twitter or whatever for hours on end. That's an absolute choice. But you also have a choice to break that. You can break that. And you know what I've found is that when people are left alone with themselves, they don't want to look at those things that hold them back or the things that brought them to to this present moment because they don't like where they are. (laughs) A lot of people, you know, and and it's fair because you've got to be honest and you've got to be authentic with yourself. I don't care what you do for anyone else, but you've got to be that for yourself. I also want to say if you got children, which a lot of people do, um, remember your teachers, right? You're a guide for them. And often we want to medicate them or take them to people that can fix them when really we should be leading by example and having conversations that it's okay to feel. It's okay to talk about how we feel. And it's okay to be frustrated and angry with the current situation or the present moment that we're in where we weren't doing that. It's okay. Because from this moment, where everything matters, the present moment, we're going to try something new. And you know what? They might not be receptive to it. I don't know how old they are. But certainly if they're young, I would like you to practice this in your life now so that you can teach them wonderful things and you can lead by example. But for the older generation, they've been watching you for quite some time. And, and to be honest with you, you've got to be accountable. you got to hold yourself accountable and you got to be responsible for that, teaching those bad behaviors. And it's okay. You were taught that yourself. It's nothing to beat yourself up about. It's just a reality. But at the end of the day, You don't want them to have the same upbringing as you did or learn the same things that you did. So you've got to change that. You've got to teach them something new. You've got to accept that. And there's nothing wrong with that. You can't look at it and go, oh, they're 15. Oh, they're 17. They don't even like me. They don't even talk to me. So change that. Life is a period of time. It's a distance of measurement. And sometimes that can be quite a distance. And if you look at it from a timeline of age, 15 years is nothing. 16, 20, 30, it's nothing, man. Even if you're 60 years old, it's nothing. Teaching yourself something new so you can teach someone else something, that's priceless. 
And these are the conversations we should be having. Uh, this is real talk for an unreal world. There's no, uh, I'm not a surface talk kind of guy. You know, this is this is real. I'm here to help you. And I'm telling you in in the beginning with your children, they probably won't be too receptive to this this journey you're on. It's not for them. It's for you. But trying and practicing communication with individuals that we haven't practiced these deep conversations with and we think we know but we don't really know, they're going to be on to you. But anything you practice, you get good at. Even communicating with your children. If you're friends with your children and they speak to you about everything, and you can have difficult conversations and you can cry with them and you can laugh with them and they can be open and honest and come to you with anything, then you know what it means to have that. But many, many people don't. But the real education comes through communication and understanding, respect, trust, difficult conversations, the ability to have perspective and hear each other and see each other. It's, it's, it's really important. And it's okay if, if that hasn't happened on the journey up until this point or you're struggling with it. It's okay. It's just a different distraction, right? Sometimes emotional traumas can just be from a lack of communication, lack of respect, lack of trust. Emotional traumas don't have to be sexual or physical abuse. It's whatever the human being finds traumatic, whatever they attach to, whatever they didn't get in their life and then they didn't communicate about it so they buried inside of the emotion and they couldn't learn from the lesson. Even if it's not our fault, they still have a choice to view it from a different perspective, and that's a reality. I'll speak a little bit about mine. I didn't love myself, and I think that's a big part of what emotional trauma is, is that we find ways not to love ourselves, and when we wanna judge and, and compare ourselves to everybody else, but let's be real. If you've got a lack of love for yourself, just like addicts, just like anyone, then you're distracting from growth through it. I did that very well for a number of years and it so much so it became, my life became unmanageable i was using the drugs as a distraction that's what addiction is and addiction is a distraction from an emotional trauma that's exactly what it is nobody signs up to be a heroin addict or an alcoholic or whatever it may be like the people that you see on the street that's not what they were born to do they didn't wake up that one day and be like oh this is what i want to do i want to go have a very very difficult life in in areas with a lot less and be stuck with sadness and, and darkness. Nobody wants that. Nobody's born into that. Nobody asks for that. Nobody signs up for it. But you know what? It happens. It happens. And you know what? It's okay. It's okay if we learn from it. You see, all that addiction was just bounding me inside of an emotional trauma. All the things that kept stacking up, losing my kids and like not being able to keep a steady job and just beating myself up all the time, all the time. It just kept me in that cycle of abuse where I just wanted to keep using the drugs because I couldn't observe what it was there for because it happened for me. It didn't happen to me. It was my lesson here in earth school. We'll call it earth school. That was my class. That's a way to see life from a different perspective. Maybe your mother controlled you so much or your father wasn't there these are lessons this is that's your school that's class learn from it detach from it learn from it and go you know what man that was tough <laughs> because it is any emotional trauma is difficult absolutely appreciate that of course it's difficult we learn from difficult things that's how we learn if things are easy we don't learn we just go okay i know how to do that 
You know, you don't take nothing from it. But when something's difficult, especially like emotions and processing them and experiences, you really learn something from that. And that's where all this wisdom has come within me. I learned a karmic lesson on this life, uh, which was overcoming my addiction, which was finding love for myself. That's how you overcome an addiction. I work down in the east side quite a bit. I make uh, peanut butter and jam sandwiches every Sunday. And I take them down there to the kids. And and I, I, I see them and I talk to them. Uh, it's more about the time. It isn't about the sandwiches. I can tell you that. It's just about seeing them for human beings. And I tell them. I'm like, they're like, bro, thank you so much. You know, why you do this? I can't believe you do this. I'm like, I've only been clean for two years. <laughs> they look at me like, what? Because I sat on that street. I was there. I know what it's like to be hanging out of a tent. And I know what it's like to have clothes that don't fit you because you took them out of a donation bin. And I know what it's like to be hungry. And I know what it's like to have people walk by you like you're nothing. I know what that's like. But when I go down there... (laughs) And I see people for people. That's real deal. That's real. It shows me that overcoming the things that hold you back is the most beautiful thing in the world. It's priceless. And I'm very grateful for where I'm at in my life. But I did the work. So there's nothing external It's all internal. I asked love into my heart. That's a big thing. We don't love ourselves. So if you're looking to begin this process of emotional traumas, why don't you create a space for yourself? You got to be alone with yourself. You can't do this with the kids running around. You know, you can't do this with the husband that's asking you to do things or the wife that's asking you to do things, whatever it may be. Whatever your situation is, you got to take minutes for yourself. Real ones. Quiet. Real ones. Find them. I don't care if it's in your car or you drive home. Whatever it may be, you've got to find that time, man. When you do find that time and you're looking at, like, how do I even, where do I begin? How do I start? Like, what do I do? Why don't you just ask love into your heart? Surrender yourself to love. I promise you something magical will happen. They call it magic. Love is very magical. It's so beautiful. And I want you to get there. I want the whole world to get there. This isn't going away. This is only getting bigger. Not for popularity or ego or anything like that. Just because of this, this is raising a collective consciousness. This is what we're doing. Even when I go downtown to the east side on Sundays, those people are still in their situation. But I give them love. And I give them light. And that raises the collective consciousness. Even though they can't process that emotional trauma today, The love and light that I give them, like I'm giving you, it's all part of the collective. It helps us grow. Because we cut this idea of distracting and pretending out of our lives. And if you're listening to this and you made it this far, congratulations. I mean that. You should really be proud of yourself. I mean that. Be proud of yourself. We're so hard on ourselves these days. And that's because these emotions are so built up inside of us. That we don't even know how to say, man, I love you to ourselves. Look at ourselves in the mirror. 
and no happiness, no love. I mean, I didn't even know what that meant. Looking at myself, I tried to look at myself many times as I was an addict, even a few times when I got clean, but it wasn't there. It wasn't there because I couldn't let go of the past. And I, I kept myself in these emotional traumas and I knew, I knew I was still angry and I was still frustrated because I was honest and I was authentic with myself. I knew. But when I accepted love, I accepted all that love was. <laughs> so beautiful. And it is. It doesn't go away. <laughs> that's the that's the cool thing. It's like you're not going to wake up one morning and lose it. <laughs> it, it. It's here to stay. Once you accept it, it's here to stay. And I'll tell you, it's a practice. I've had to practice. I practice every single day of my life. But it, it, it the growth and the results are, are something that's just so magical. You find peace and you find purpose and you find freedom and connection and community and communication and respect and trust, you know? And honesty and authenticity. Like, man, these are real things. Like, honesty? Think about that. Honesty in everything you do, everything you say, everything you are. Being honest. Being kind because you're honest. It's a cool thing. Very cool thing. All right, I'm super proud of you. Uh, for real, I'm super proud of you. You made it this far uh, and continue on this journey. Uh, the next one we're going to talk about accountability and responsibility. We, we've we've got to be accountable for things. And this is uh, part of the evolution of, of processing emotional traumas is, is finding what we, the accountability and responsibility, rather than laying blame and playing the victim. We're going to talk about that next one. So I appreciate you. Much love. For real. Much love. It's a beautiful thing to be a part of a family, human beings, part of a human race. It's it's a very beautiful thing. Uh, my social media, Facebook page and YouTube, Real Talk for an Unreal World. My Instagram is Real Talk for an Unreal World. My Twitter is Real Talk, the number four, Unreal. I, I it Just if you need things throughout the day or something like that, you know, I'm just, this is my passion right here. This is what I love to do and this is what I'm going to do. So I, I'm really grateful for anyone who's looking to grow. And, and that's what we're here to do. Okay, much love.